Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I'm your host, Hanan Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Welcome to our live weekly session. I'm happy that I'm doing this on a regular basis. As, uh, as some of you know, I had posted a few weeks ago about the a poll on the questions or the topics that we you wanted to discuss. So I'm going through them. Uh, some didn't get the vote, but still, I, I'm still going to go through them. So um, I believe that's our third session, this um, third weekly session. This time I want to talk to you about healthy living. Now, um, healthy living, what is it? What does it mean? And um, how do you create your own version of it? And I know for us and myself included, it's, it's a very confusing topic because it overwhelms you with all the options that are out there with everyone trying to convince you that is the way to do it. Uh, that is the way you should have a healthy lifestyle. This is the way you should lead your life. These are the people you should be associated with. This is the time you're supposed to wake up. This is what you're supposed to eat. And all in all, it just becomes a bit overwhelming. And with that comes a lot of confusion. And with confusion, there comes the intimidation of, do I really want to go down that route? There's so much to do. And if I can't do it all, then I'm not going to be healthy. Well, I'm here to bust that bubble a bit, okay? So um, just to let you know where I come from. So I followed the rules, as in followed the book. As the book said, you eat well, you exercise, you measure your food, you measure your nutrients and, and everything in between. And I found myself unwell and I was gaining layers of fat on my body, literally in a year's time. I did that because I was doing the body analysis as well, just to confirm, 20 kilos of fat had been wrapped around my body extra and that really intimidated me and to be honest it frustrated and depressed me I mean the book says eat well and exercise and uh, that's it well that wasn't the case for me so I decided to explore and investigate a bit more that led me to my health coaching certification with the Institute of Integrative Nutrition to become an integrative nutrition health coach uh, certified one and I did the extra course on gut health, and then I did the extra another course on whole person health, which is um, understanding that our body for us to have a healthy, happy, well body and life and mind and everything else in it, we you had to look at your life from the four different aspects. You had to look at your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, and your spiritual health. And alongside that, I also did a metabolic balance uh, certification to understand the dynamics of the food and how our body utilizes that food within us. So that being said, what I'm gonna share with you are part learnings, part, part learnings and part understanding and part talking to everyone else. The first and the foremost and the most important part about healthy living is understanding that it is very subjective. It really is a reflection of you what fits you, what works for you, and that is a concept within the Institute of Integrative Nutrition that is referred to as bioindividuality. No size, no one size fits all. And I believe by now you would have experienced a few things that worked brilliantly for others. We're talking about exercises, we're talking about um, diets, quote unquote. 
we're talking about um, uh, meditation, waking up at five o'clock in the morning, whatever it is, and just trying it yourself, you realize that's not working for me. And then you start doubting yourself, which is really sad because we do that immediately. We are our worst self-critics and we immediately think there's something wrong with us. Well, there's nothing wrong with us. It's just a matter that that specific thing that or things that you were doing are not fitting for you. So coming from that perspective, which is really important and understanding that what you do needs to work for you, your body, your mind, your, your emotions, they need to accept it, then that is the first step towards healthy living. That's number one. Number two is realizing that healthy living, again, as a concept, is very subjective. It's not about a specific weight. It's not about a BMI. It's, I mean, BMI is a great indication talking about the, your body mass index, which is also an indication of your, the fat versus your height versus your age and, and takes those into considerations. But sometimes for some people, I know that because at a point in time, I, my BMI was great and I was underweight and I was actually not well. So again, very bio-individual, okay? So what works for you in terms of your body structure, your muscle, muscular structure, your lifestyle, as in what's happening in your life, what's already on your plate. If you're trying, if, you've, if you're a mom and you've got three kids and you've got a full-time job and you've got um, a house to take care of and, 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 and you're trying to integrate one to two hours of exercise and prepping for your food and everything, guess what? That's not going to work because that just became an extra source of stress in your life rather than another way of you your body, your mind, and everything, taking it as this is your self-care routine. So you have to know what works for you. You have to experiment. And that is the beautiful thing about it. We are not in a rush. Yes, of course, sometimes we're oppressed because um, we're pressed for time to, to try different things because we're not happy where we are. We're not, we don't feel healthy. We, can't, we don't have the energy. But understand that you need to give your body the time to experiment. You are not where you are today because it's happened overnight. And that's the thing that I had to shift for myself, a major mindset switch, which is I need to lose the butt, all the extra fat around my body within three months because I want to look good in the summer. Well, all the extra fat around my body did not manifest overnight. It manifested over years. And I'm not saying we need to take years to let it go. I'm just saying that you need to give yourself the space and the permission to work with your body, with your heart, with your spirit, with your mind, to experiment a few um, different strategies and see what works for you and see what naturally makes you feel good and makes you feel healthy. So the concept of healthy, you have to define it for yourself. Is it part, it will be part your weight. It will be part how you feel in your body. It will be part your energy. It will be part your joy. These are elements that comprise and compromise what we define as healthy life. Unless when someone keeps pushing or everyone around us keeps pushing us for leading a healthy lifestyle, you need to understand that your definition for it might not be similar to mine, might not be similar to your sister or your friend. You have to see what works for you. There are those that thrive. What you're trying to do with the healthy living and that switch in the mentality is your putting in your best effort to switch 
and to, to kind of transition from surviving to thriving. Thriving means that you are optimizing on your resources in your body, that your mind is functioning in a good way, in, in a way that makes you quick, it makes you on stand, it makes you happy about yourself, that your heart is happy and joyful, that your body is strong and energetic, that emotionally you feel relatively in synergy and balanced and, and feeling whatever you need to feel, but not letting your feelings control you. I know this might be a bit, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a bit woo or a bit too much, but in essence, this is what it's about. We have to understand that we create the life for ourselves that fits us. Because for me, going through five to six times of, of exercise sessions per day, CrossFit, kickboxing, measuring literally by weight, measuring my food, putting them in on the app and understanding my macronutrients, macronutrients and everything else, it didn't work for me. I was still unwell. I was still unhappy. I was frustrated and I was gaining fat until I realized that that is the next element that we need to talk about. Another concept that I learned um, through the health coaching certification was concept of primary food. Understanding that what feeds our body, what feeds our mind and our soul and our body are is not just the food on our plate. That is one aspect of it, an important aspect, of course, but that's not the only aspect. Around our uh, plate are the other elements of what are primary food. That includes your um, kind of, that comprises what we call the circle of life. So that comprises your food. It comprises the physical activity. Again, pick an activity that works for you, not one that has to work for everyone else. For me personally, I can't stand aerobics. I just, it really frustrates me. I don't, I'm not great at following choreography and just it's, it's icky for me. And yet I loved CrossFit. I loved the weight training. I, I couldn't do the gymnastics that much, so I'm not going to be saying that I was all across. I was doing great in it. I loved kickboxing. I love walking. I love swimming. And these are things and, and different physical activities that I started experimenting with. Okay, so we've got the food on our plate, as in our wholesome nutrition. We've got our physical activity. We've also got our relationships. We've got our career or our or our uh, business if we're if we're entrepreneurs we've got our um finances believe it or not that 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 actually impacts your health your overall health and your feelings of wellness and happiness we've got our spirituality we've got our um, joy as in what do you do for joy we've got our social life our home cooking activities um what else i have it in front of me so i don't forget anything um and our health our education, and education doesn't necessarily have to be academic education as in the formal education. It could be any certifications or something that you would like to educate yourself about, gain more knowledge in it. And last but not least, we've got our home environment. And home environment could have a few different aspects to it. It could be your space within the home. I'm blessed that, you know, I created my home office. This is my space. I go in the room, I, I shut the door, and this is my world. I get to do whatever I want within it. It could be just a corner in your bedroom. It could be just a, a table that you have on the side. It could be your terrace. It could be the woods. If you just, you know, you've got a, a backyard, your backyard is the woods. You're one of the um, blessed ones to be connected directly with Mother Earth. So that all impacts your feelings of wellness and happiness. Those compromise, I'm oh, sorry, not compromise, comprise um, your healthy living 
and your definition of healthy living and how you would like to lead it. Now, I can go on for a bit more, but I'm just going to, this the aim of it, and I would love for you if you have any questions or follow up later um, that we, we could, I could have uh, further sessions to kind of really break them down further. But circle of life, that's generally about it. Now, even relationships. Um, you can't categorize all relationships in one. You can't say, oh, I have healthy relationships. You have to look at the relationships in your life. You've got your family relationships. You've got the romantic or the partner, uh, the partner in your life. You've got a um, re- relationship with kids, if you've got kids who are old enough to maintain a relationship with them. Um, you've got your friendships. You've got your tribe. You've got your extended family. You've got the career I mean, or the work relationships. These are all relationships that impact you. And they could be toxic. We all know about that. I know we've heard a lot about it lately and understanding that setting up boundaries, understanding your um, the definition of the relationship, how you want to, to define it for yourself and for others. Or they could be invigorating. They could be the ones to push you forth. So you could have that confidant within your relationship, the person you talk to or the people that you talk to. And those could be within your tribe that you talk to and you feel better about yourself because you utilize them as a platform to dissect everything that's happening in your life and they get to be as objective as possible in providing you with the feedback to support you going forth. So um, home cooking, you can't really say, okay, I'm, I'm gonna cook great um, deep fried foods and you know I'm the greatest chef in that sense and then complain that I'm cooking at home. Why isn't, I, why isn't this defined as healthy um, eating? Well. The whole point is for us to start looking at our pantry. So one of the basic things is when I first started embarking on this, I started looking at my pantry, as in my cupboards and and my fridge and everything, all the food sources that I have within the house, and really looking at them in terms of are these ones that would nourish me or these are ones that um, they would negatively impacting my body. Understanding that whatever you put in your mouth, we call it the 30-foot journey. So what goes from your mouth all the way out the back. Well, it goes through 30 feet. That's a journey of 30 feet. Everything you eat gets absorbed within your body, across your different cells, all the way down, all across your stomach, your intestines and everything else. So imagine if you are feeding your body consistently. I'm not saying about the treat meals. I'm not saying about the every once in a while, but on a daily basis, consistently, you are feeding your body with preservatives, with chemicals, with, um, food colorings with um, things that came out of a can or things that came out you know they were processed they say eat what comes from a plant not what was made in a plant as in as natural as possible back to the origins of what the food is well guess what your body's absorbing all of that it is utilizing that now what kind of power and energy and fuel do you think that will give you So complaining about bloating, complaining about digestive issues, complaining about um, allergies, um, intolerances, whatever it is, it is because of the ingredients that you are putting into your body, which your body uses as fuel. Okay, so that's one aspect of it. So if we want to look and um, just I have a list, I call it, um, we we had the 12 steps to a healthy lifestyle and um, I I added half a step because I forgot about it. So it's 12 and a half steps to a healthy lifestyle um, that uh, um, Institute of Integrative Nutrition had supported us by understanding. And it's simple steps. Again, before I start, and again, I will remind you at the end, do not attempt to do those all at once. 
Why? Because our body needs to process through them, i.e. our brain needs to establish them as a habit. As a habit, whether it's an, it's an activity or uh, something you are choosing at the supermarket when you're grocery shopping or whatever it is, our brain registered the, registers a habit anywhere between 21 and 65 days. So um, doing one thing consistently for some time until you don't have to think about it. That's what a habit is, is I wake up in the morning, I, I make my, you know, kind of put on my double espresso and I make it. I don't have to think about, oh, I have to wake up and I have to make my coffee. That's me. Oh, might not be the best habit, but that's my, one of my habits. Okay. If you realize there are things that you do kind of on, on autopilot, these are habits. So for your brain to register this as a habit, you need anywhere between 21 to 65 days. And thus, then you can say, okay, this, I've, I've got this. Then you can move on to the next item on the list. And they're very small switches. But we are looking at the compounding effect, which means that one thing piled on top of the other, one habit on top of the other, one healthy switch in your life on top of the other, they will add up. They will make up a healthier life for you. Okay, so number one, drink more water. I know that you say, yeah, yeah, I do drink water. Well, you do need, your body does need between two and three liters of water per day. Okay, again, you have to experiment what works for you. You will notice it when you feel a bit um, foggy brained, when your, your skin is dry, where you kind of just feel tired. It, some of this is, well, there are a, a zillion other um, reasons for this, but start with the basic one, the one that's available to you. Some of this is just simply you are not drinking enough water. Constipation, by the way, could mean that you're not drinking enough water. Now start, how do you start? You start with one liter, as in a one liter bottle right next to you. And these are available everywhere now. You fill it up when you wake up in the morning. You put it next to you, wherever you are, at, uh, at your office, at home, uh, with the kids. This is your water bottle. Once that is empty, you fill it up once again. Start with two liters. See, and I know you will get used to how, how often you go to the toilet after that. But um, that is just your body needs it. Your brain needs it. Our bodies are made up mostly of water. Our brain made, is made up mostly of water. And so to optimize, again, to optimize our functionality across the different aspects of our body, we need water. So start with that. Okay. No, coffee does not count as water. No, tea does not count as water. Definitely soft drinks. No. Um, what could count as water, and that again is a debatable area, is if you have natural herbs, so like chamomile or thyme or um, ginger tea or something along those lines. But again, if you can have them, have them extra and still have your two liters of water. If you still feel that you could go a bit more, take the three liters of water. Okay, so that's the first one. Practice cooking is the second one. And practice cooking is literally, I know some people don't enjoy the kitchen. And for them, it's intimidating because of all the mess it creates or all the process or all the steps. Well, even if you do simple things, that's a start. Now, everywhere around the world, we have access now to vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables that have already been prepared on our behalf, pre-prepped. -pre Whether they are fresh or they're frozen, frozen are still great. They're still preserving there are nutrients and minerals and everything within them, and you can still use them. But 
the more you can, and I know it's a shift, and I know it's more expensive, and that's because of the supply and the demand. If you can shift into organic ingredients for your home cooking, that is a great step. You don't have to start with it all at the beginning, but start with the things that um, you use most often. Why? Because you're paying a little extra now, you're paying a premium now for the organic ingredients, versus God forbid, you're paying a lot more for doctor's bills and diseases and everything that well, uh, preservatives and, and pesticides have in the food later on. So you're paying upfront now for a healthier, longer body later, okay? So start with that. Start with one home-cooked meal. Start with prepping, making room and making a, a slot in your week to prepare for things for the week. It could be one hour, it could be two hours, depending on what you're, you're, you're capable of and your schedule allows you. It could be bringing in pre-prepped or pre-cut vegetables. So all you have to do is just kind of cook them. Um, some olive oil, some butter, some ghee, whatever it is that you use. These are things that just make your life easier and make home cooking a lot simpler and a lot more practical. Third step, whole grains. Why whole grains? Well, whole grains take a lot longer for, to digest and thus accordingly, they also have uh, fiber in them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Fiber is actually not our food. Our body as humans does not digest fiber. Our, um, our gut bacteria, our microbiome, what compromises our microbiome, they're the ones that need the fiber to feed and to feed on a positive thing rather than something that, again, um, makes them go crazy and kind of <laughs> feeds the, the bad guys. You want the good guys. Our bodies are made up of trillions of, of bacteria, by the way, and that is okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. They help us digest our food. They help the food absorption in our body and they're in our gut. So when you feel bloated and, and the digestive issues and everything, it's because we're not feeding them enough good food. So whole food, whole grains are great for that. They also um, have minerals in them that your body needs and, and everything else. And they keep you satiated as in feeling full for longer, okay? Um, increase the sweet vegetables, especially if you have um, a sweet tooth. Um, the, what is it? Uh, sweet potatoes, amazing. You, and they're so simple to make. Again, don't be intimidated. You can bake them whole. You can cut them up and kind of um, into crisps with a little bit of olive oil and a bit of salt and put them in the, in the oven and you've got yourself healthy chips. They're baked healthier chips. Again, they have fiber within them. They're not that high um, in terms of the calories and the fat. Yes, they do have, of course, a bit more, but, but they're a lot healthier than a bag of crisps, okay? And definitely a lot healthier than a cookie or a muffin. Um, leafy green vegetables, again, it's about the fiber, it's about the, the minerals and the nutrients within them. You want more of them. You can have them uh, within a salad, such as a spinach or um, lettuce or, <coughs> excuse me, um, chard that's cooked more, um, even spinach you can cook, you can put it even with an omelette in the morning and it's an amazing way to start the day. So these are the kind of things that you want to experiment with. Then you experiment with protein. And um, even if you are vegan or vegetarian, there are um, different sources of protein like tofu um, and soy generally and, uh, that you can experiment with. Experiment what you like. It doesn't have to be about meat. Um, there's meat, there's chicken, there's seafood, there's, um, there are legumes, there, are, there is tofu or soy-based uh, uh, proteins. 
all of these are options for you to investigate with. I'm not telling you you are supposed to be vegetarian or vegan. It, again, it is very bio-individual. Some people could stay on it for um, our vegans or vegetarians, and they could be on it for years, only to realize that their body is not optimizing the food it is taking, and they need to take some meat-based protein more, okay? So do what you feel comfortable doing, but understand that your body gets its right to, it gets its voice to. So listen to your body and see how it's going through this and how it's processing through your proteins. Again, I said it before, we're going to repeat it over and over again. Eat fewer processed foods. The simplest way is look at the ingredients in whatever you are buying from the supermarket. So, of course, if it's a fruit or a vegetable, there are no ingredients on it. But if you're buying something that's canned, like a tomato sauce or um, uh, a bag even of, um, uh, um, what do you call it, um, spaghetti or whatever it is, look at it, look for once that don't have initials and numbers in them. That's, that's, these are, well, they're processed. <laughs> these are chemicals. So get the ones that don't have. Um, realize that also sugar has possibly a zillion different names and it's not just that they will have sugar in them. So I, I started noticing that when I started reading, just read the labels, started reading the labels and I was getting organic um, uh, stock cubes. I'm like, okay, so, you know, I'm getting something that is better than other elements that I've been using for forever and they're organic and stuff. Guess what the second ingredient is? Sugar. So, no, I stopped getting those and I started looking for alternatives or I just started making my own stock at home, which could be vegetable stock or it could be um, stock or it could be uh, chicken stock. It's just as simple as that. Or meat stock, just asking the butcher for some bones. Boil them, that's stock. Put it in the freezer or put it in the fridge and you can use that okay so it's it is simple it just needs you to well there's a bit of the the groundwork let's call it so you so you will start recognizing some things at the beginning you will start spending a bit longer in the supermarket at the beginning but once you start recognizing the brands and the, and the components that are healthier options for you it will become a lot easier moving forth okay um, number eight is make a habit of nurturing your body, meaning take some time out to love you, to care for you, whether that is a massage or a bath or um, a meditation or a walk or whatever it is, or like aromatherapy. I, I love to kind of um, switch on the candle in the morning and uh, I've got my uh, um, diffuser with um, the, just the aromas that support me nurturing my body, it supports my, my stress levels. So do whatever you can do to nurture your body. Um, it could be a physical exercise, it could be a, a coffee with a friend. These are elements, when you prioritize yourself, I'm not saying you need to do this um, for five hours a day and ignore everyone and everything else that you should be attending to. I'm saying it could be as simple as a three minute deep breathing exercise in the morning or in the evening, that in itself will nurture your body. Again, the point is that you are optimizing the way your body functions towards your wellness and your happiness goals. Okay. 8.5, which that was the one that was uh, not included and I needed to uh, definitely emphasize it. And that is also a habit of nurturing your body is getting enough sleep. We believe that we can function on three to four hours sleep sustainably, 
um, and our body's not breaked up. Uh, well, that is not true. You need anywhere between six to eight hours of sleep. Sleep, sleep cycle is approximately um, an hour and a half, so 75 to 90 minutes. So you have to, again, experiment what works with your body. How many cycles of sleep do you need? Um, I realized that eight hours, eight to nine hours really makes me very grumpy. My body just says, this is enough. We've, we've had enough and I wake up and it takes me forever to kind of get up and, and really be okay. Six and a half to seven hours is ideal for me. Experiment, see how you feel the next day, see your energy levels. Um, see if you feel like you've had a deep night's sleep. The whole sleep cycle is you need to get to the deep sleep and that's why do we need sleep? That's our body's chance to reset. It's our body's chance to process. It's, it's the cleaning, it's not the digesting, so that's why don't eat before you sleep. Um, it is the cleaning up of your body across all the functions, okay? So get enough sleep, that's definitely it. Um, next is healthy relationships, we already touched on that. But again, healthy relationships nurture you. They work towards your wellness and happiness. And that in itself is very important, okay? You don't want people around you that keep telling you that you can't do it, that um, you, you won't be able to, that keep putting you down, that keep shutting down and shutting down all the dreams and aspirations that you put towards, that keep making you feel that everything you set your heart and mind to is going to take forever to do it. Do you think you're, you're going to achieve any wellness or happiness around those kind of relationships? No. I know there are times that this could be family members, this could be some our partner, this could be someone that is really close to us and we cannot omit them from our life. I'm not asking you to. I'm asking you to protect yourself mentally and emotionally. You start um, kind of doing the invisible or building up invisible shields, energy shields around you, knowing that whatever anyone says or thinks about you is not about you, it's about them. Unless you protect yourself, you protect your energy from their impact and how they could imprint on you okay um, enjoy regular physical activities number 10 we've already discussed this find one that works for you it doesn't have to be what works for everyone else it doesn't have to be something that is extremely vigorous and you have to even leave the house for it over the last year and a half we have got the the, the emergence of tons of platforms and apps and and, app and 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 channels that are just nurturing uh, people doing some form of physical activity. It could be um, dancing, it could be yoga, it could be um, stretching, it could be Pilates, whatever it is, you can do it from the comfort of your home, just as long as you can dedicate at least 15 minutes a day to, to go through it. Um, I started walking, walking helps me a lot. I've been doing it for some time. I stopped, I went back again. It's very hot, but I'm hoping that um, with with kind of a, now I get to do it indoors on a treadmill, so it's still a form of exercise. I also like to dance, so sometimes when I'm feeling a bit down or I'm feeling, okay, this is the time for it, I just put on some music. For me, for those who know me, and I think I've said it, I've shared it a zillion times, uh, Latin music gets me going, okay? So just five, 15 minutes a day, um, that not only supports your body overall, it also releases your happy hormones and it makes you feel better about yourself and of course the more you commit the more you can commit to more structured um, exercises um, ones that you can go on a regular schedule ones you can go to a gym for one personal trainer if you can get to it 
whatever it is, cycling around, uh, walking for miles, hiking, trailing, those kind of things that we have got a zillion options. Pick one or more that work for you and start experimenting with them and see how you feel about them and how your body feels about them. Last, um, no, we've got two more. Number 11, find work that you love. Yes, it doesn't have to be a job. It doesn't have to be a business. Even what you do within the household, if you are um, stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home caregiver, okay, um, find something that you love. It could be that the work that you do, if you have the option to change your jobs, it could be a side passion project that you love doing. It could be something that entertains you. It could be something that invigorates you. It could be um, even a hobby, even a hobby will contribute towards your wellness and happiness. I found that painting is really great for me. I can't paint, I paint by numbers, but still that is amazing for me. Building puzzles, um, building Lego sets. Those are the kind of things alongside my work and what I love doing, these really excite me and they de-stress me and they make me feel better. And I feel a sense of achievement once I'm done with one thing or the other, okay? So find work that you love, experiment, you are not in a rush, even when it comes to if you want to start your own business, experiment with a passion project. You don't have to quit your job right away. You give yourself the chance to see how it will pan out for you. Find those that will support you, hire a coach, hire a mentor, whatever it is. Just do something that does not make you feel like you're on a hamster wheel and you're stuck there because that contributes to your dis-ease and that contributes to a lack of feeling of wellness and happiness. Now, last but not least, develop a spiritual practice. If you don't already have one, um, it doesn't have to be religion related. It could be just um, a meditation. It could be grounding, which means connecting with Mother Earth. It could be something that just makes you feel part of the universe. If religious activities or practices do that for you, great. But if not, then or on the side or alongside, then you can also do other things that make you feel connected to the universe, to those around you, to the bigger force in our life. That gives us a sense of belonging. It gives us a sense of purpose. It gives us a sense of peace. And in essence, healthy living is about that. It's about, it's about finding your own synergy between your mental, emotional, physical and spiritual health and understanding that whatever works for you is what you want to seek. Okay, be your own guardian, be your own chaperone and be your own advocate because you deserve it. Thank you guys. Okay, so let's see if there are any comments or questions over here. Okay. Hanan, tell me about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you were talking about the, the first part. Uh, yes, it's it's just about us wanting to um, to go what we want. But more um, importantly, just understand that we can achieve it the way we want to. Daniela, I'm happy you're here. Thank you. Uh, Marwa, Marlena, timely. I'm, I'm happy that uh, that has uh, kind of um, hit the nerve with you. So uh, just um, experiment as we were saying. 
And Daniela, yes, dance and music are my best ways of relaxation recharge. Me too. <laughs> me too. And it's about choosing what works for you as well, because sometimes for me, it's about um, putting on some meditative music or um, spiritual music or Latin music, as I said, that really gets me going or, or just something nostalgic in kind of um, long ballads and stuff. Whatever it is, we, we get to experiment and we have that right and we can do it just the way we want to. Okay, Maru, I'm happy you're here. You're more than welcome, Herpy. Thank you so much for joining. Um, so that's uh, more or less uh, a snapshot of healthy living. There are a lot more that we could talk about. Um, there's a lot more that you can embrace, but more importantly, just understand that um, it really is about what you want and what you are willing, the effort, the time, the energy, the focus, that you are willing to put in towards the bigger goals. For me, it's about, first it was about, I don't want to be. And that became a negative kind of a resource. It's a, it was a negative push because again, we all know our brain functions in the way, oh, I want to avoid, and Tony Robbins speaks of this. I'm, I, I want to avoid the wall. I want to avoid the wall. Guess what? You're heading towards the wall. So for me, it became more focusing on what do I want? How do I want to um, my friend Dahlia, who um, has a beautiful business, Dahlia Wellness, uh, she, she put it really nicely, how to age gracefully. I, I want to, I want my body, to, my body to carry me gracefully into um, the older years. Um, but I've also, I've always believed that um, age is just a number. But I can't keep claiming that if I'm not doing anything towards maintaining my body, towards nurturing it, towards the older age, okay? So I realized that, what do I want? I wanna grow older, stronger, carry my own weight, feel good in my own body. Um, it's not about the size of it, it's about the health of it. It's understanding that internally, I want my organs to function in the best way possible. And thus, I'm, every day, I'm consciously working towards that. I would love for it to be faster, the process, but then again, I'm going against 40 years plus of my own conditioning, of, of my nurture, of my environment, of things that, the stories that I told myself earlier about it, the crash diets, the, you know, the, the, the medications, the, even the procedure, I had a surgical procedure, I had the gastric band and I reversed it just because I was looking for the quick fix. I'm not looking for the quick fix anymore. I'm looking for the sustainable, change and that is what healthy living is about it's about embracing sustainable excuse me micro changes in your life that add up to the bigger picture and that's what you should be focusing on okay well ladies thank you for thank you for being here with me today i hope that uh you got some value, a lot of value, uh, hopefully, <laughs> out of this. And um, if you have any comments, if you have anything you want me to kind of um, touch on again in, in uh, future lives, please let me know. Uh, I will always say, please do invite more of your lady friends with us. Let us uh, grow the positive impact ripple effect. Uh, please do let me know if you have any other uh, topics you would like me to talk about, you would like me to write about, you would like me to um, kind of discuss in any way possible. And um, I'm super grateful that you are here. I'm super grateful that I can be part of your lives and you're part of mine. 
Um, I'm wishing you a great evening from where I am in the world and day and afternoon, wherever you are in the world. And I wish you love, joy, and abundance as always. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.